See, I have this, Robot Chicken needs to do a skit where it's the Death Star Special Weapons Unit, yeah. and it's a guy who's just like, you know, he's already pitched a second Death Star, and he gets drafted by the First Order, and he's like, now stay with me here. It's it's still round, but it's much bigger. Because that's literally the most unoriginal weapons development in, you know. I mean, it does make sense because Kylo Ren just wants to be Vader, and he emulates Vader in everything, and he just wants to be, like, he wants to be what Vader should have been, so he just wants to do everything bigger and better. Have you run it inside? It did blatantly have. I mean, you look at um, Poe Dameron's run, and it's like you get the trench run, and you get the inside of the Death Star within, like, five minutes of each other. Stay here and keep out of trouble. Welcome to the Brick City Blockade Podcast. There's the blockade. Join Robin. Alrighty, so I'm sitting here with Mr. Allen from Star Wars 7x7. Not too far from us. No. Pretty cool. Alan, what do you think of Star Wars night so far? And it's so good to see you here. It's so good to see you too. It's fantastic to be here. I mean, any night you can get out and you can be happy about having Star Wars mixed in with baseball, I mean, what could be better, right? Yeah, it's it's been a great experience so far. A little bit with Vader and some of the mascots I'm not so sure about yet. I mean, he had to go back and fix his chest plate and everything. Uh, I, I'm sure there are going to be some protocol droids yeah, uh, the medical protocol droids called back for some of those fixes, but it, it's it's really just a cool atmosphere. You know, Star Wars night. No matter where you go, whether it's the Red Sox or the Fisher Cats or whatever else, it seems to always bring in a crowd, and it's great for the kids too. I mean, that's that's really what it's all about is the kids coming here. I know, getting a big wave and a high over here. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. It, it's just a great time. I mean, and mm-hmm. we really haven't talked about it. We talk about it on the network all the time, Alan. It's really cool because. Um, everything happening with The Last Jedi and everything, and I know you were at Star Wars Celebration this year, if yeah, I'm correct. Yeah. So you were in the midst of all the action and everything <laughs> happening down there. Um, never really got your perspective on the Star Wars Celebration experience and what, and what that was like being there this year in Orlando. It was rather overwhelming. It was... Size-wise, I'd been to Anaheim and I went to London, and it was as big as the two of them combined. It was absolutely astounding. And I guess it's because over on the East Coast, I mean, that's the majority of the population is in uh, Central and Eastern time zones, so everybody can really get to it. It was just amazing how many people there were, and they really pulled out all the stops for it. The, the 40th anniversary tribute that they did was just unbelievable, and people weeping all over the place with the tribute to Carrie Fisher. I mean, just right. little, like grown men and women bawling in their seats. Um, from that moment, like I think everybody was kind of emotionally raw and open in that way. And so I think the experience ended up being a little bit more intense because of that. Right. And there was a lot of Last Jedi stuff. Um, I mean, obviously, I don't, I don't know if you were specifically in the room when they dropped the trailer, yes. the teaser trailer. What was that experience like? Because back here in New Hampshire, mm-hmm. I know Brian, Chris, all of us, we were like, oh, man, what a cool experience. And what it would have been like to be in that room to experience that. What was that experience like being there for that? It's really amazing. I mean, the energy of the room is just astounding. And it's, I mean, you can feel it. Like, it almost feels like it's like prickling your skin. Like, And we all knew it was coming. I mean, it was just like the timing was right. Nothing else had been released. Of course you're going to do it then. Like, right. there's, you know, and just ultimately like the vibrating energy of everybody waiting for it. And, you know, it was likely that it was going to be at the end of the, the panel too. So we're all just like, 
you know, oh, this is great. Oh, they're showing behind the scenes photos. It's great. Like, and we're trying to be like, yeah, this is all great and this is all great, but we still want the trailer. We want the teaser. And yeah, the room just erupted and Ryan Johnson going, of course we have a teaser. Like, you know, the way he was into it, like, I mean, J.J. Abrams was, you know, was fine. Like, he was excited, and Gareth Edwards was fine and was excited to show stuff. But Ryan Johnson was like, he was into it. Like, he is as big a fan as, as anybody else in this. Yeah. And I, I remember, um, of course, the people are laughing. They're, they're, they're getting a kick out of this crew out here. Uh, BB-8 wannabes is what I'll call them, but um, <laughs> rolling around like they are. But it's it's really cool because I remember I saw some of the photographs of everything. Ryan Johnson coming out when everybody was waiting. Now, did he deliver something to the fans? I thought I heard something like he was delivering food or something to fans. No, he did not deliver food, although that has happened in the past. Um, but he actually just showed up and signed autographs and uh, took pictures with everybody. And it was it was fantastic. And the hysterical thing was I was off in a corner entirely in the other area recording podcasts. And I keep hearing like cheers and they had been having having like Jedi fight night people had been circling up and like plat you know having real fights with lightsabers wow. and whatnot and I thought that was just a bunch of that going on I had moved myself to a quiet part of the hall <laughs> I come out and he's just gone and like Ryan Johnson is here oh my gosh I missed Ryan Johnson so but yeah he came and he stayed for the better part of two hours in the middle of the night just to sign autographs and and meet people shake hands take pictures it was really amazing all right Alan how excited are you for the last Jedi I think we know here at the podcast network how we feel but it's not official until we get Star Wars 7x7's perspective on this. <laughs> what do you feel about The Last Jedi here? I'm a little excited. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I'm, you know, it's always like it's a management thing. Like you yeah. try and like keep yourself calm and not overwork because you want to be able to enjoy it, right? Yeah. And not, I mean, for all the time that you and I and, and everybody in the network for you too, will spend thinking about it, doing podcasts about it. It's so easy to have it just take over your life and have that first time you see it, you almost can't absorb it that way, right? You know, you have to have like the second or third viewing just to be able to experience it as a fan and not as a podcaster. So that's the thing like I'm in the middle of now. I'm just like, I'm doing a series right now about the, Ryan Johnson talked about what the biggest challenges would be for each character. I mean, that was his thought process in developing the script. And that's what I'm like doing podcasts on considering right now. And so I'm so deep into the story right now, or at least thinking about the possibilities of the story that like, I'm like, I'm shaking excited right. about it, like at all the possibilities. And I I haven't been this deep into the, the possibilities of the story before. So this is just really an, an amazing and exciting time. Now I'm just like, I can't wait till August because that's when I think the next trailer is going to yeah. come. Yeah. So And it's just a waiting game at this point in yeah. terms of when we're going to get the next clips, when we're going to get some stuff. Of course, the Vanity Fair covers, we just talked about it on our latest episode, mm -hmm. some of those great shots of Billy Lord and Carrie Fisher together. Oh, yeah. I mean, just some beautiful, beautiful stuff there. Yeah, and the one with Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher, too. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. So beautiful, so heartbreaking, and so, like, oh, I can't wait. I don't know if they're going to be on screen. Like, it was hard to say for sure. I mean, they could have just said, hey, we need you both in costume, and it didn't mean anything that they were both in costume at the same time. But, oh, gosh, like, don't you want them to be on yeah, screen together? You really do. You want to see them on screen. You want to see them reprise that role as twins, as brother and sister and everything. So, Alan, where can the good people find you? Of course, we call it here on the Brick City Blockade Podcast Network, Plug Time. <laughs> where can everybody find stuff happening with Star Wars 7x7? And where can they listen to your podcast, more, most importantly? And, oh, 
Oh, some of the action happening here. Got the double. Oh, home run, even better. <laughs> they got some runs to make up tonight. Yeah, that's right, they do. <laughs> How great. And the Stormtroopers dancing on the Jumbotron, that's also great. We, we now have that confirmed by Alan that there were Stormtroopers dancing. It's really, really great stuff. So, where can they find everything Star Wars 7x7? Where can they listen to the podcast? And most importantly, where can they find you on social media? Uh, all right. Well, SW7x7.com is the hub of everything. Uh, the podcast is Star Wars 7x7 on iTunes or any other podcast app you like. And social media, it's mostly SW7x7. So Facebook.com slash SW7x7, Instagram, Pinterest, and whatnot. It's SW7x7 podcast on Twitter. And you'll run into me in one of those places. <laughs> we ran into to him here at the Fisher Cats game. Here is Star Wars night. Alan, thank you so much. Thank you. So A little impromptu. Yeah. Pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Thanks.